Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Parkins and Spiegel show flashback. 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 Number one pick, I'm taking Cal Williams. Uh, you know, he's a tr- transformative player, generational player. Uh, the things I see him doing on the field. Very few players ever have I seen do what he does. And he's just a special player. Now, I don't know the man personally. I don't know what kind of guy he's like. Uh, I know he likes to paint his fingernails and put different things on his hands and jumps into to the stands and hugs his mom and all that other stuff. I, I, I don't know that part of him, but what I see on the football field is a can't-miss football player that is going to take some franchise uh, into the next decade much like I would say Joe Burrow has, like Patrick Mahomes has. I'm putting him in that in that level of player. And, of course, Josh Allen has for the Buffalo Bills. So, to me, it's really a no-brainer. That was Boomer Esiason. He calls it a no-brainer. As much as I like Justin Fields, I do as well. You don't like Justin. You're out. Stop. You're done. You're done with Justin. Stop. He's basically dead to you. I can tell. I, can I will always eyes. root for Justin. Justin's the most exciting quarterback of my lifetime. Is it Uno? Is that the thing? You were jealous of Uno? Like, man, that's a great name for a dog. Hey, Ant, in your adult life, uh, when people are being their most honest, are they being defensive too? Ooh, oh, stop it. Really good question, Shane, because he got defensive real really, really quickly. Hey, it's that what we've been dealing with since the QB1 party. <laughs> did you oh, hear? Speaking of the QB1 party, QB1 yeah. did you hear on the show when we were talking about the QB1 funeral? They're just talking about it on the show. Really? Yeah. 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 Danny euthanized Justin Fields and his dog. I did not. That's why we had to have the funeral. That is so unfortunate. I did not. I said, yeah. in fact, when it was suggested that that was in really poor taste. Bears and were I, looking for I, volunteers. I, I when it was said, so you didn't say it. Yeah, why'd you even address it? I, you, yeah, don't give that guy a platform to say those things. <laughs> yeah. on your you keep on. Oh, just because I put the call up there, that means you need to take it. <laughs> you always get mad if we put calls up that we don't take. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> See, that's a situation where you're not wrong. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Shane's so and famously see how I'm not, selective with his anger. And, and, and see how I wasn't defensive there? See, I just admitted that it. That was a, another excellent he point admitted by Shane. No, uh, oh, I, I fully admit that I've moved on from Justin for the next hot, shiny new thing, the yeah. younger model. I fully, right. I fully admit to that. I know why the, the Fields uh, truthers and the Fields club has, has thrown me out when I mm-hmm. once was their fearless leader. <laughs> I, I get why they're disappointed. Uh. I'm just saying I, with a clean conscience, like Justin, I've said the, fir- the thing I said the day after the offseason, 
was that they get, they're going to fork in the road and both paths are good. Hmm. I think if you traded the number one pick and built around Justin, they'd be a double-digit win team who could make the playoffs next year. And if they go with Caleb and just support him with cap space and draft capital that you would get from trading Justin in the ninth pick, that's a playoff team next year. I just mm. think that the path with Caleb has a higher ceiling for longer, so that's the one that I would choose. But Where I would anyway. take issue with the, the sound that, that Tanny played from Boomer is that he, he threw Patrick Mahomes into that list of, like, I'm, I'm including Caleb with all these great prospects we've seen, yeah. where, where none of us viewed Patrick Mahomes as that level of, you know, quote-unquote generational prospect when he came into the NFL draft either, if anyone knew Patrick Mahomes was going to be this, folks would have been climbing over the top of each other to try and draft him as high as possible because he may be the greatest quarterback of all time. No one knew this was what he was going to become. I agree. I think Boomer kind of in that answer conflated prospect and when he said he'll take you into the next decade and mm-hmm. transform a franchise like Mahomes because he also mentioned Josh Allen. You know, Josh Allen's the seventh pick in the draft, mm. who was bad for his first couple of years that nobody said yeah. was this cow. So I, I agree with you. Like, mm. Burrow was a hyped prospect who came on late. Came on very late, yeah. Yeah, Luck was the really, like, Luck and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, those right? are the ones who, since they were in high school, everyone said, that's the next Hall of Fame quarterback that's yeah, going in. Yeah, th- those are, in terms of, if we're just talking pure prospects, what we knew at the time, Trevor Lawrence and Andrew Luck are the examples of the last 15 years mm-hmm. right yeah um the playing style i think is why the mahomes comps come in more, right. more so than, than the caliber of prospects but that's part of what concerns me with caleb because the the comparison with mahomes i i agree with it i think from college to pro is is the most the most fitting couple at the same time mahomes to me is is one of one in the way the style of play that he excels at where so much of his excellence is beyond the the confines of the design of the play and him just being able to be this this amazing artist, just kind of painting this tapestry each individual snap. And Caleb does a lot of that in college, you know, uh, until someone else as a passer is able to consistently excel in that way at the pro level, I'm going to be wait and see. I think Caleb has the potential for that, but it does worry me just with what I've what I've watched of his of his college tape up to this point. There's a lot of that, and it works really well in college. Man, Sam Darnold had a lot of that on his college tape at USC also. And the USC to USC thing doesn't worry me, but guys who play outside the structure so consistently, it's hard to bring that to the league. And Mahomes is kind of the only guy who just came into the league, sat for a minute, and is now doing that, and it, it worries me. How much of the Caleb stuff that's outside of structure do you see as that is his preferred style of ball or – a product of necessity. The pocket is breaking down. Mm. His defense given up 40 a game, so he feels like he has to go for the jugular and go for deep shots, go for touchdowns, that sort of thing. Because a lot of the stuff that I've seen, mm. it's not like snap and then he's immediately running around. Mm. It's like there's a reason for the artistry as opposed to that is just his preferred style of play. And my impression is it's his preferred style of play. Really? Um, and I don't think it's the only thing he's capable of. I don't think it's the only thing he's done. You can certainly find a number of snaps of the two years at USC. Definitely. Where he is, in the pocket, cutting it loose. On time. But, yeah, the, the on-time aspect of it is inconsistent, but he's, he's in college. He's early in yep. his, his development, and that, if the Bears draft him, will be a part of what Shane Waldron will, will have to try and refine. You don't want to completely take it out of his game because it's so special. Yep. But – 
yeah, there, there's a lot of that there. Even like the, the his first season at USC when there was a better offensive line and more talent around Jordan him. Jordan Addison, yeah. There was still a lot of that there, whether it was necessary or not, because he's capable of it. And and I do think that it's it's not always just something where he's kind of bailing out a bad offensive line every time. I, I think that's within him. And again, just like it was within Patrick Mahomes while he was at Texas Tech, and he's been able to find a way, you know, part of that is having Andy Reid and having yep. exceptional talent in Kansas City and everything else where he's been able to make that work. But just like Steph Curry changed what we thought of as a good three-pointer in the NBA, and then eventually, like, Trey Young comes along and he's kind of, you know, a notch below what Steph is, but exceptional in some similar ways, but he's not Steph. Caleb Williams, you know, I think maybe there's a chance he can be that Trey Young to Steph Curry to what Patrick Mahomes is, but... Until further notice, man, Mahomes is the only guy that can pass the ball outside structure that frequently. No question. You know what uh, is funny about that comp, too? Like, the Chiefs traded up from 27 to 10 (laughs) to get Mahomes. So Mahomes, and then obviously everyone knows the very well-documented story of him sitting for a year behind Alex Smith, and it's debate. Like, it definitely helped him, and it definitely had an impact. I think that there is some debate on – if he would have played at week 10 of mm. that of that season, yeah. do they score a touchdown in that playoff right. game, for example? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, did he really need a full year of sitting yeah. or would just sometimes sitting? But he went to a good team. Exactly. And the Bears, they're not as good as that Chiefs team was. No, 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 no. That Chiefs team won <laughs> double digits three years in a row. Mm. Double digit games three years in a row. Yeah. But it's not what C.J. Stroud went to or what Bryce Young went to, mm-hmm. or what Joe Burrow went to, or what yeah. Trevor Lawrence went to, or what Andrew Luck went to, or what, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it is better than just about, if not every example of number one pick quarterback. Not every quarterback, right? Because like you said, like we just said, Mahomes went to a better team, obviously. Quarterbacks, yeah. get, Lamar was the 32nd pick in the draft. Like, But for the top pick, mm-hmm. that level of prospect... This is the best team mm-hmm. that the number one pick quarterback has gone to in my lifetime, mm-hmm. for sure. Just, you know what I mean? So yeah. th- that that hopefully mm-hmm. sets up Caleb in this hypothetical yeah. to have a pretty high floor pretty early. Now, I have no idea about the coaching. Mm-hmm. And I, here's what I know about the coaching. It's not as good as the coaching that Mahomes got. <laughs> right. Right. It's not fair. the best uh-huh. offensive coach, maybe since Bill Walsh. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's not that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Shane Waldron is good at his job. Yeah. I asked you to bring up this research project, but now we're just kind of ripping. Yeah, we we'll, we don't have as much time. We'll we'll do I'll it later. With you but for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, today, tomorrow, the whole thing. But so it's interesting. You said you think they will draft Caleb, and you're pretty sure they should. Yeah, you're, you're not. You're yeah. not, you're not because, there yet. I'm because should. I'm a traditionalist in, in this regard as well. Where to me, maturity, you know, like emotional maturity, mental stamina, all those things. When you have the requisite physical traits to be able to do the job at a high level, and you wouldn't be even in consideration for the number one pick in the draft if you didn't. But Caleb, no doubt, has everything you want physically. But then for any of these guys that we discuss at the top of the draft, especially if you're going to be a top ten pick, that's going to be someone who will likely come in and play immediately in almost any scenario when they're drafted that high. You got to be mentally sharp. You have to have mental stamina. You have to have emotional maturity. Those are the things where when Ryan Poles is referencing in that press conference that 
He's got to evaluate the person at a high level as well. And then, you know, we heard Courtney Cronin and, and some others kind of following up. We're like, who did you have in mind when you're talking about that? I, I have a hard time believing the face of Caleb Williams doesn't immediately, you know, flash across his brain when he's referencing. I got to evaluate the person, too, because the physical, the raw horsepower that Caleb Williams brings to a football field with his arm and his legs and just the, the purity of the way he throws the football, it, it's out of this world. But is he a grown-up? We've seen him handle L.A., Everything I've heard, and I can get into greater detail about it later in the show, I, I do think a lot of the rumor-mongering stuff that's out there is unfortunate because you've never heard Caleb come out and say a lot of this stuff that's out there. And that, to me, is unfortunate in the perception that he's going to join an NFL team with. That's – I've talked about that, too. He's been uh, – I think there's a few things that happened. Um, I don't think that the, the SID, the sports information director at USC – did him a lot of favors, mm-hmm. and I think it's a newer person. Um, it is, yeah. Y- right? Well, it's he, someone who's been there for a while but was kind of the number two, number three right. for a long time. Then the head of that department retired. And-, and, and for anyone who doesn't know, that's basically like the person who's in charge of media for the athletic team. You can't let the guy who's the prospective number one overall pick skip a postgame media session. Like, that'll, that'll stick to you. Like that's, sure. That's, that's, While that's, at that's, the same time. She can only do so much about it, as we've seen with Zach Levine and the I, Bulls. You I, know, I, I understand, but, I'm right. just, but I'm just, in terms of the advisement yeah. part, uh, part of it, right? Um, his, I put that on Lincoln Riley at the college level even more than fair I do the SID. Sure, sure, yeah. but they like, protect him a little bit. Hey, dude, that, this, this is not – I know you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. This will stick to you way longer than these 10 minutes. Don't do that. I'm guessing that conversation was had. I hope and so. And Caleb didn't feel like going to the podium. Fair enough. Um, his dad is the one who said to GQ – the thing about I could go back to the draft. He never said it. Mm-hmm. The list of five teams that he would go to completely made up. The wanting an ownership the stake equity in thing, the team completely made up. Yeah. The <laughs> will he sit out the rest of the season after the Notre Dame game? That's just talking heads talking about that. It's nothing he ever said. Never. So that's the part that's unfortunate yeah. where it's going to now be tagged with him as he enters the NFL with this negative perception of who he is as a person and a competitor. It's the same guy who played in the Pac-12 championship game with a torn hamstring a couple of years ago just because he loves playing football. Everyone I've talked to, like I, I haven't been with the Pac-12 network for a few years, so I haven't called any of Caleb's games. I haven't been around him. I know a lot of people who have, a lot of folks who've called his games, who've been around him since he was in high school. He's that Yogi Roth on the air the, the last night. Coached him in the Elite 11 with Trent Dilfer and everybody else. People love him, love him as a competitor, love his talent, love his acumen and all these other things. But, you know, in the modern world of college football and big-time athletics, yeah, there are a few things that come with him. A lot of the extra stuff, though, are things being tagged with him that he hasn't done. So let's talk a few minutes about the new White Sox play-by-play voice before we have him on in 10 minutes. This is just a – it's a very cool story. It's someone getting their dream job. It's the second black TV play-by-play voice – in baseball, it is... Which is why you have me here. I'm joking. I was I, here. I was already on the schedule for a while ago. I was already on the schedule for this for is, at least the last two hours. This, I've been on the this, schedule this, for, for well before this moment. This I couldn't is, resist. This I couldn't resist. What kind of show? <laughs> what kind of decorum do we allow? No, yeah, that was totally fair. That was, that was fair game. Uh, but, I mean, interesting background. Good morning, America. All of those things. No real MLB experience mm-hmm. uh other guys who took their name out of contention following the legend of Benetti not having other national commitments in season because that was such a sticking point with Benetti and and the White Sox an upset fan base about not this necessarily upset about Benetti leaving yeah. but 
just about and the product on the field, the product on the field, ownership, mm-hmm. all of it. It's just a, it's a the court of public opinion. I'll say it this way: it's tough to be associated with the White Sox and be popular. Hmm. There just aren't that many. It's a good way to say it. You know what I mean? Like there just aren't that many. Steve people. Stone is grandfathered into popularity. He's yes. been there so long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just like kind of hard. Right. Like Eloy came out and was like, "I want to hit forty home runs," and everyone was like, "How about don't miss forty games?" <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like, it's, uh, it's hard. Right. It, it, it like Lu- Luis Robert, pretty damn popular. Mm-hmm. Steve Stone, pretty damn popular. Remember when Tim Anderson was popular? That was fun for a minute. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like even right. like Dylan Cease, it's like, yeah, but I mean, you're about to be traded, so yeah. it's kind of. When are we getting rid of this guy so we can get prospects? Yeah, like uh-huh. it's just it's hard to be associated with the White Sox in this run that they're on right now and be popular, and then you're gonna be there every day, calling a bad team, following a legend, and you're gonna be learning because yeah. you haven't done. You don't have your 10,000 hours of flight miles of calling Major League Baseball. It's just a it's a tough spot. That's, yes, that's, that's where, all where I'm it is saying. right now. Now, you know, a couple of years ago when they were young and exciting and you got folks, hey, let's leave the Cubs and, and go do White Sox radio because I'd, I'd rather do that because they're on the, you know, burgeoning something. They're on the, on the forefront of greatness. When the product on the field is exciting, then everybody surrounding it can be popular. Yep. The product on the field – tanked really quickly and and went from excitement to to angst seemingly overnight and so now yes it's a brand that's difficult to be directly associated with and if the product on the field is what we anticipate it'll be this season then yeah it's gonna it's gonna have a a negative tinge to it for a lot of folks because the team is losing in the end the product on the field is what carries a lot of that perception yep and uh we'll root for him you know what I mean but you know, I'm, I'm very interested in talking to him about like his perspective on all of that, how yeah. much he reads the the feedback, and you know what I mean, all uh-huh. of that stuff. Because it's a, it's a, it's not the biggest fan base, <laughs> but it is a passionate fan base. It's loud. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. yeah. It's like the Allen Iverson of fan bases. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like, like, like pound for pound, uh-huh. White Sox right. fans, like they they make it known. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they they do funny things at the ballpark. Yeah. They, they like yell at players. Pernell Sweet Pea Whitaker. Of, of the fan base, maybe something like that. There you go. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's just it's just like a kind of a funny. Mm-hmm. It, he's walking into a, an interesting situation. Yeah, no we'll, doubt. We'll see. So, uh, but then you get one of these gigs, man. Like, are you? Does, are you're still a Cubs fan, right, Shane? Still a Cubs fan? Uh, just, we'll see. We'll just, see. We, we're, yeah. I, I, it's, we're in a free agent period right now. Oh, okay. really? Free agent period? Yeah, yeah. Free oh, agent period. Okay. Are but, you doing like the Lawrence style room? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Oh, no, okay. I'm not in. No, right. no. no I, I, I'm, I'm either a White Sox fan or I will be a Cubs fan. Go to Cubs okay. games. <laughs> I never say I'm a Cubs fan. Okay. You're not gonna like travel abroad. Not to seriously. See out there. No, right. that's fair. I was just curious. Tanny has never renounced the Sox on air. Eh. Not a full-on renouncement. I will be back. I'm not one of these people that said I'm done. done. Okay. I mean, wake me up opening day. You just in need the, a break in the West Loop when, uh, when, when we when, when we yeah. lift the lid on the new stadium in the <laughs> West Loop. Let me know and I'll be there. If the White Sox put a stadium next to Rosemary, then <laughs> then you'll be there all I'm the back, time, baby. Right. Hell yeah, I'm back. What do you say? Like they have Rosemary concessions there. It's so close. Like, yeah. What do you say? Probably. I mean, Joe could put a stadium in Rosemary. The success success that he has right That's now. Sure. Get your zucchini fritters here. <laughs> he, he's on Tuna a crudo. Tuna. <laughs> that would be an amazing thing. He would love it. Peach Gnocchi, section 136. <laughs> Squid ink risotto. Uh, okay, well. Oh, look, it's the phony Negroni guy. Give me a phony Negroni. <laughs> John Schriffin. The, the release said uh, on the Sox Twitter, 
bringing energy and passion to the booth. We will talk to him about both next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.